Patrick Lally on Information 1000 KSOO. Four fifteen on the Patrick Lally Show. Information one thousand KSOO, and the Led Zeppelin Fest continues. Because we're here with Jonathan Ellis from Argus Leader Media. Did, now, how do you say that? Particular dear, dear maker, dirt, dear, do your maker, dire maker. I dire, don't know. Just, just crack D, a beer and enjoy it. You don't D need to know how to say it. Y E R maker. Uh, yeah, so little. Uh, which which record is that one on? Do you know? Uh, I'm going to say Houses of the Holy. Okay, but I could be wrong. It's, there you go. I could be wrong. I'm sure somebody will tell us. Uh, Uber producer Dan Peters is already busily using the information machine to find out what record that uh, particular single comes from. Um, let's talk more about Trump just briefly. I don't want to. I don't want to dwell on it. But the uh, the part of this that surprised me more than anything and it's probably more relevant, is the George Papadopoulos stuff. So this guy was appointed to the Foreign Relations Advisory Committee, and when he apparently pleaded guilty in July to lying to the FBI, he's the guy who made the initial contact, or was able to contact, tried to contact the Russians, and the administration, he pleaded guilty in July, has been working with Mueller on the... Uh, probe, as we like to say, he seems to be more damaging to the the Trump folks than the Manafort stuff. Yeah, I mean potentially, um, in in the sense that they were trying to have you know arrange meetings. So this now, by the way, this guy has been described as sort of a very low level Trump campaign operative, um, somebody who may have even been a, a volunteer. Yeah, until they till it came out that he went to six meetings of the Foreign Relations Advisory Council. He had one meeting with Trump in which he told him, I mean, it's just, you know, they say, oh, this guy is like a volunteer. He's just a hanger right, on. Or right. wait he's, a minute. Right. He's So he's in meetings, and he's the guy who's sort of arranging meetings with the professor. Yeah. And the lady, the lady Kremlin, uh, I can't remember what her title is. No. The, but um, uh, these two uh, Kremlin operatives uh, that he was arranging, and, and basically they were trying to get dirt uh, on the Hillary Clinton campaign. Mm-hmm. Which, and we and we've learned, of course, that the Hillary Clinton campaign was paying millions of dollars for dirt on the Trump campaign. So, really, I mean, it go, it all goes back to this. This is Washington, ladies and gentlemen. Oppo research. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I did. You know, you know, several months ago there was some outrage about how when some of these revelations were coming out. That the Trump uh, campaign may have been trying to get dirt and meeting with Russians, and I saw some political operatives who I know um, tweeting out, "Oh, this is I, I'm shocked. They know we would never do this." And then you know, and you're saying to yourself, "But I know you, and I know ex- of course you would do that. So <laughs> you would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, you would. And then you tell people you did it. Uh, it's it really is uh, a look into the world of politics, and that's just the way it goes. The other the other part of that though is. At some measure, we still wouldn't be that interested in this. It would be kind of like, okay, that guy lied to the FBI, whatever. Yeah, the, there's still no collusion, whatever. Except that it's also, at the same time, coming out the extent to which the Russians were able to basically invade social media in this country. And the degree to which they, maybe not, you don't know if they influenced people or not, but got in front of 120 million Americans through social media. 
all these things are going on at the same time. It's just wild, man. It's wild. I it, I will be. I mean, we, so we we had the amount of money that they've spent on Facebook ads, and then we all know that the Twitter trolls were out there working out of you know Moscow or wherever it is. They have their their troll farm. Um, yeah, these are just to me. These are just uh, uh, you know more tales about why you should stay off of social media. It's just <laughs> well, here's the problem though. Um, so what? The Russians are in social media. So what? The problem is that some people believe what I mean. You know, come on, have a modicum of skepticism. Well, that's the problem. I mean, yeah. many people just ever they they read it, they believe it. Um, you know, in the old days, I mean, there, there was, there was the, well, don't, don't believe everything you read. And mm-hmm. that was, that was true. I mean, so you had newspapers and you had books and you had magazines and, and, you know, while not, certainly not perfect, you had sort of gatekeepers who were there in place to sort of vet information and it was much harder to just get garbage. Well, now everybody's got their own form of, everybody can, you know, they, they have mass communication at the palm of their hand and they can communicate with whoever, how many followers they have, which who who can then communicate with them. And I mean, so yeah, I mean, being skeptical of things that you read on the internet now, I mean, that's, I mean, just, you should approach everything as I don't believe this first. At the same time though, if you are somebody who is inclined to either side, believe something you saw on Facebook that seems outrageous, say you're a Trump voter and you read something crazy about Hillary Clinton. If you believe that you were probably more inclined to vote for Mr. Trump to begin with. So the degree to which it affected the election may be minimal. We don't know. We will never know. Yeah, I, I I agree with that. I mean, I think that in almost every election, there are some sort of new breakthroughs in, in, in ways in which campaigns, um, use or manipulate the system and this one just happened to be a situation in which a foreign government was was, was attempting to manip- manipulate the situation and, and and we can see now in Europe as well I mean the Russians uh, are um, are hard at it uh, in trying to manipulate public opinion out there for what for their own gain well they're just chaos vendors at right. this point right. they, nothing more they love than just chaos which is pretty good tactic if you think about it from if you are Vladimir Putin and you want to destabilize who you see as your economic f- and military and political foes, you just kind of muck around in their business and they, they take care of everything on their own by fighting with each other, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Dissension is, you know, uh, internal bickering. Uh, meanwhile, mm-hmm. we're worried about, you know, uh, people down the street versus, the, the you know, what's going on. Uh, in international relations. And, and so, yeah, I mean, it certainly suits his purpose to yeah. have. And the Chinese. I mean, you know who's winning from all the trade stuff going on? Tearing down all the trade deals? Chinese. Chinese fall into the vacuum in, uh, in the whole Far East. And they the don't have to drop a single bomb to do it. No. They don't have to no. fire a single shot. We live in strange times. Jonathan Ellis, he is Argus Leader Media reporter and columnist. And, uh, you know. Led Zeppelin guy. Uh, let's move on. In mean, meanwhile, the Republicans are trying to pass a tax cut. Um, can they do this by the end of the year? Do you think? I to me, it's looking. It's okay. It's looking more likely than healthcare overhaul. 
but still the odds um it, we're, we're, what we want to see is the uh, plan coming out of the house ways and means committee which um of which our uh, congresswoman christy gnome is, uh, is on that committee so we want to see what comes out of there you know everything i've heard about what's happening there is, is republicans are are trying to find various trade-offs trying to you know deal make i mean that's what you do and and, sir, and, and so you have republicans from um high uh, income states, states that have high state and local taxes, who do not want to see, um, you know, the deduction that you get for paying property taxes, and they don't want to see those go away. And well, local income taxes. And, and local, yeah. Uh, um, you know, there, there. I, I, I've some. The income taxes might be more negotiable than the property taxes. So, I mean, this is all part of the dealing that's going on. But there are. Ideologically, I mean, I think from you know, if you're a Republican and you you want to try to you know, hurt Democrats in in, in some way, I mean, they ha- they can make a legitimate complaint saying, well, these high tax states, you know, are subsidizing you know their their governments off of this federal deduction. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and at so the same for- time, if you're in those locales and you get to, I mean, Iowa is one of the states that gets to write it off. Um, you're like, whoa, 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 You're taxing me twice on this money because I pay them and I pay you. If I can't deduct it off my federal tax, I pay you, I pay you. Which you should take that up with your state at some measure. But that's, there's a lot of pushback from that. Every, in a lot of places, not just New York and California. Well, yeah, I mean, those, those are the places where you're going to feel it the most. And, and again, especially going back to the property tax issue. Um, where they have high property taxes in, in in some of those places, and so yeah, so th- that's one of the big hangups right now. I mean, a lot of Republicans who represent those those Democratic states are the ones who are sort of up in arms. You have other it's kind of interesting schemes to try to pay for it, um, pushing more people into Roth IRAs so that they're they're being taxed now. I mean, so you're paying uh, your investment and your retirement income is being taxed now versus later. That'd be great. Um, you know, I mean, I, it's, that's an interesting, um, I mean, I, I participate in, you know, they're trying to get more people out of 401ks, which are, you know, arguably have been, you know, the, the most successful vehicle. And we, and we can, we can talk about retirement all day long and, and not probably nearly successful enough, but has been successful for mm-hmm. employers who offer them and employees have taken advantage of them. And, you know, I'm in both a Roth IRA and a 401k mm-hmm. plan. And I, and I like having both of those options. And so. One of the Republican plans is to try to steer more people into that Roth so they get more money now. Um, so, you know, the, the, that's part of, all, you know, any kind of big funding tax plan. Um, that's Those are some of the schemes that, regardless of party, that, that politicians come up with. Um, and it's all about incentives to try to get people to do things certain ways. Um, I think the interesting thing to me is going to be how much debt this thing racks up because we have— We're at $1.5 trillion gap right now well yeah i think it's closer to two right now okay and growing and growing with a bullet and so and so you know when you have um i i was just you know going in our archives today and you can you can put put in the kick the can and john thune and pull up stories in which he talked about during the obama how we're kicking the can down the road with this debt there's a big can now they're kicking a barrel we're here with Jonathan Ellis from Argus Leader Media. We're going to come back right after the news with Dan Peters. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. Let the Main Street Cafe be 